Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is your greeter, Tracy. Is anybody on the Good morning. Good morning, Deborah Evans. Good morning, Deborah Evans. You are good early morning. this morning. Good morning. <laughs> good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning, good. everyone. Good morning. Anybody? Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Good morning, family. Good morning, Prosperous Pam. Good morning, everyone. It's so good to hear y'all sound on this Saturday morning. Would anybody else like to say good morning at this time? Good morning. This is Artis from Canada. Good morning, Artis from Canada. Welcome to Declare Victory. Is this your first time calling? It is. Who invited you? I was invited by my cousin, Tracy. Oh, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) I love you more. Well, welcome. You will be blessed. Thank you. Good morning, Brother Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday to you as well. Anybody else want to say good morning? (laughs) Very good. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Thank you for calling in on this amazing Saturday morning that God has woken us up this morning with breath in our body on this morning. And we just want to say we are so grateful just to be able to open up our eyes and breathe on this morning and take nothing for granted. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Declare Victory. Anybody else on the line that would like to say good morning? Good morning, this is Anita. Good morning, Anita. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning. Who was that? I heard the echo in the background. I'm sorry. Good morning. This is Barbara from El Sobrani. Good morning, Barbara. Good morning. This is Pretty Patrice. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Saturday. Good morning. Good morning. This is Elsie. Good morning, Elsie. You guys sound so good this morning. Good morning. Anybody else calling in would like to say good morning at this time? Good morning, family. Go back. Good morning. Three people. Good morning. This is Sister Wanda. Good morning, Sister Wanda. Or two morning, more. Good morning, Shauna. Good morning, family. This is Brother Dwayne from Arizona. Good morning, Brother Dwayne. And and Sister Sarah. And Sister Sarah. Good morning to you both on this morning. Oh, yes. That's a beautiful morning. Thank you, God. Did anybody else call in that would like to say good morning at this time? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for another day of life. We thank you for your grace and your mercy, O God. Continue to 
guide us and protect us, O God. As we wake up on this Saturday morning, we give you all the honor, glory, and praise for everything that you do for us. We don't take nothing for granted. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Anybody else calling at this time that would like to say good morning? We're going to continue to lift Brother Andrew up in prayer. It was so good to hear his sound yesterday on the prayer call. We're going to continue to just pray for this nation and everything that's taking place. We declare and decree peace within the streets of our cities, according to Deuteronomy 20 and 10. We declare and decree that every assignment of violence and murder and our city will be broken according to Psalms 55 and 9. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. My name, I'm your greeter this morning. Is anybody else calling that would like to say good morning? Hey, good morning. It's Arletha Renee. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Arletha Renee. Anybody else? Good morning, welcome to Declare Victory. We thank you all for calling in on this amazing Saturday morning. Before before I um, change positions and proceed to the next segment of the call, would anybody else like to say good morning at this time? Okay, it's time to get started. Before we move forward, we ask that you, we ask you to mute your lines so that we can proceed with the call. So please, ma'am, please, sir, double check, triple check your phones at this time to make sure that you are on mute. Hello, my name is Tracy and I am your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on a uh, Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so that they can be blessed too. Be sure to join us daily in June for the monthly theme entitled Journey to the Secret Place. Weeks one, declarations, messages, teachings and lessons will be based on prayer on your journey to the secret place our wonderful and gifted declarers will definitely bless you this is there's one announcement today we encourage you to partner with declare victory in giving 
in an effort to share the gospel, both locally and abroad, you can do so by visiting declarevictory.org, paypal.me forward, forward slash declarevictory, or cash app, dollar sign, I declare victory. I will repeat that. You can do so by visiting the website, declarevictory.org. PayPal. Can someone check their phone, please, and put your phone on mute? We can hear your conversation. Thank you. PayPal.me forward slash declare victory or cash app dollar sign I declare victory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. Uh, there were no prayer requests on the app. Um, the order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be done by Dwayne. The declaration will be brought by Dwayne and Sarah Elliott. Then we will go right into the closing host, host closing comments hosted by the declarer. I will repeat that. Prayer and corporate praise will be done, will be brought by Brother Dwayne. The declaration will be brought by Dwayne and Sister Sarah Elliott. And then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture today is Luke 22 and 41. And he withdrew from them about a stone's throw, and he kneeled down and began to pray. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior. Thank you for allowing me to host and greet you on this Saturday morning. I love you. Um, there is a prayer request. Uh, can I have that prayer request? Yes, it's from Resilient Rosanna. She wants uh -huh. to wish she wants to wish her niece Ricky a happy birthday, and also wanted to pray for her family's safe travels as they move to Texas. Um, to start on a new chapter of their life. Okay. Everybody has um, heard that prayer request, and we're going to go ahead and lift them up and her family up on this morning and wishing her family member a happy, happy birthday and safe travels on this morning. We will now pass the call to Brother Duane for prayer. Oh, good morning, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Daddy, for the blessing of this day. Thank you for air in our lungs. Thank you for the creation and the opportunity um, that this day presents. Father God, we come to you um, not very secretively, but we thank you, Father God, for the ability and the privilege to come before you. There is plenty to run to you for. There is plenty to... Um, Father God, come with our concerns and, and our fears. And uh, Lord, there's a, a grocery list of, of need we can throw at you. But Father God, we thank you that you are already in control. You never stepped down from the throne. You, you've still been seated there. And so nothing, Lord God, has 
shook you or surprised you or moved you um, from the position that you have or moved you your hand any quicker, Father God, than you have planned. Lord Jesus, you are in control. We cannot perceive or understand all of that. Father, we do not know the workings of all of that, Father God, but we know who's in charge. We know who to seek after. We know who holds us in the palm of his hand. Father God, we know who has a better plan than we can ever think of or imagine. We know who can hold us and be near us in the midst of all of this, Father God. We praise you and we thank you, Father, that you are the Almighty and we are not. Plain and simple, we are not. Father God, we are your children. We are your children, and in that place, Father God, we are provided for. And in that place, Father God, you oversee uh, the ins and outs, and in that you've already got the plan three, five, ten steps ahead of us, Lord Jesus. But as children, Father God, it's often really hard to understand what's going on when we don't know the ins and outs and all the plans. When you're in the background making things happen and moving things along, and we just can't perceive. But as your children, Father God, take us. Help us to come to you in those in our secret place, in the midst of our hate, in the midst of our doubt and our worry and the strife that's going around and the hurricane that comes in. Father God, be that eye in the storm, but help us, Lord God, to seek after that quiet in the midst of chaos. Because it says to abide in me as I abide in you. That's actually an action word. That's purposely staying in you. We, once we were saved, once you drew us near, once you brought us to us, we were brought right there in you. But how frequently, Lord God, the worries of the world and the things that happen and the action of others and stuff that is just completely out of our control. And that's what's the scariest, Father God. The stuff that we completely do not have the power to stop or make people do what we want or slap some sense into people, what have you, Father God. When all those things happen, when we can't control the circumstances, when we can't control the finances, when we can't control where we're at and all that stuff, Lord God, fear creeps in and we tend to take a few steps outside of abiding. And we have to remind ourselves, just put your, put, go back where you belong. Rest in me, abide in me, share this with me. Don't try to go it alone. We so frequently want to go it alone. We so frequently want to try to figure it out or take it upon ourselves or feel like I got to do something. There's too much chaos. I got to do something. I know better. I got to do something. I can't. I got to do more than just sit here, right? I got to do something. And you say, get your butt back where you abide in me. Talk to me. I've got the manual. I created you, all of you. I know what's coming down the pipe. I can foresee it. I created it in the past. I've got the schedule. I've got the blueprint. Why are you trying to go it alone? Why are you trying to control the situation? Why don't you just stay right here and learn from me and take from me and rest in me? Biggest thing, Father, I think you've been trying to tell us to rest and how to do that because it's so foreign to us. It's so foreign to us. It seems like such the wrong thing to do. 
it seems like there's got to be something we have to do in action to put this back together, to make sense out of things, to bring things as we think it should be. Father God, help us to even die to those, even even to that type of control. To try to get our hands all up into everything. Help us, Lord God, to just to take from you, to lean on you, to receive from you, to learn from you, to be instructed by you, to be given our assignment, just given our assignment. How simplified and how much easier and how much more order it would be if we just knew our peace, our instructions, and followed that. If we understood our piece of the puzzle, if we got it from the creator's mouth himself of what our part to play is, no more, no less, and did it, what kind of satisfaction, what kind of smoother transition, what kind of beauty would come about if we knew our part, did it to the fullest, no more, no less, and we all did that together, Father God. I ask for a peace, Lord God, that we don't understand. I ask, Father God, to come to you for instruction now. I put your name on high, Father God, to praise you, Lord, that we have another day and another opportunity. To praise you, Father God, that you are in control. To praise you, Father God, that there is a flow. If we can just bat, just be in you, there is a flow through all of this. You have the passageway. You have the journey. Father God, lead us. Help us, Lord God, to just come down to following that next step. And that just light up that next path. Light up that next step to take that next rock to step above, Lord God. Be a light unto our path. Be the light unto our path. And as for the good Lord God, now as that the praises be upon you um, for prayer warriors to go unmute and lift a voice of praise and thanks to the Almighty God that has all things under control, that has more than just our best interest uh, at heart or understanding, but knows the entire game plan, intricately and strategically has it all woven in together. And we thank you, Lord Jesus. Collectively, we thank you, Father God. I call upon the others, Lord God, to just unmute and come in and thank your creator and Lord God Almighty that has it all taken care of. Amen. Thank Hallelujah. You, Hallelujah. That has so much to teach. That has, has so much to show. Thank you, Heavenly Father. That knows exactly what he's doing. Thank you, Lord. He is never out of control. Hallelujah. He is never in worry. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you.
We worship you this morning. Thank you, Lord. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for airing our lungs, Lord Jesus. Thank you for the activity of our limbs, Lord Jesus. Thank you for roof and shelter, Lord Jesus. Thank you for health and strength, Lord Jesus. Pray for those shelter, Lord Jesus. Praying for those who are on the prayer list, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We worship you, Lord Jesus. We welcome your message of what it is you have to share with us today, this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus.
We worship and adore you, Lord. Father God, we just say amen and amen and amen. Amen, amen. Lord God, we thank you, Father God, for this time. Just a sweet, sweet atmosphere that was created. Father God, for this time with you, Lord Jesus, to just reset. Um, Thank you, Jesus. Come in together and reset the day, Lord. I start the day and just have a reset right now, Father, of peace, of abiding in you, being in you, to just be at rest, Lord God, and let the worries go aside, Lord God, to open our hands and surrender, Father God, and just be in this place with you right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I ask you, and thank you for being with us, and ask you to just put on mute um, to hold the integrity of the call and um, and to hear from the Father what he has for us in this day. Um, amen. And if you would, everyone, just go ahead and put on mute uh, so that we can begin. Uh, we thank uh, you for the opportunity, Sarah and I. Thank you for the opportunity to be with you this morning. Thank you for coming on with us. Uh, we want to thank the leadership for allowing us for the opportunity to to be here and share um, something that I think is very vital and in the times right now. Uh, if there's someone still who doesn't have uh, their button on mute yet, please go ahead and mute. Um, and and the 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 secret place I think is very a poignant. Um, Thing and very much needed. It is a a tool and a way of life. I, I think that I know we personally have to really saturate ourselves in and get back into as our normal way of life because really it takes care of the rest. I can't even honestly can't count enough, especially in the season some years ago where abiding in the secret place, being in the secret place, starting our day off that way, even if we had a ton of things to do for that day, and we're just like, I can't afford to just start the day off. Like, we got to hit the day running. we got to hit the ground running. And how much we wouldn't even we spend an hour or something, or just, Lord basically was like, threw us off and pushed us through our day off and said, start it with me. And how much the day just flowed and how much easier it just went and how everything was taken care of. As it should have been. Good morning, everyone. Um, I just think it's good for us to just start out defining the secret place. Let's find out what that place is, what the word says about the secret place. Um, I know just from experience, when we've gotten into our secret place, we went and usually running in there for, because we're in trouble or we're feeling attacked or we just, you know, but there, as you begin to just uh, get lured by the Father into that secret place, you begin to understand that that place is a place of worship and intercession. And as we begin to commune with the Father, that we, ha- we get benefits from it. 
So I, I really um, just want you guys to understand that there's going to be a setup here starting really from the very beginning, defining what the secret place is, what, what we get out of, what are the benefits of the secret place, what is it, is it for, what does it do, and, um, and what some examples of prophets um, who have um, prophets and actually Jesus himself who've um, ab abided in the, in the secret place. Um, Duane is going to start us out with um, a base scripture. Um, <clears throat> and then there, we, there's quite a few scriptures, so I don't know if we'll, we'll share all of them, but um, there is a scripture for each point that we're going to be sharing as far as um, describing what we do in the secret place and what, what um, is what, what comes out of it. And we'll post those on the Declared Victory website um, when we're finished with the call so that you can access those scriptures at any time. So he's going to go ahead and get us started out with that word abide in John 15. Sorry about that. I was on mute. <laughs> um, so uh, I just want to say this is from the Amplified Version. It's John 15, verse 1 through 11. And I just choose the Amplified because it, it digs in a little more um, or, you know, to, to help in an understanding. Um, and so it reads, uh, John 15, 1 through 11, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away, and every branch that continues to bear fruit, he repeatedly prunes, not just once, he repeatedly prunes, so that it will bear more fruit, even richer and finer fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have given you, the teachings which I have discussed with you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. Just as no branch can bear fruit by itself without remaining in the vine, neither can you bear fruit producing evidence of your faith unless you remain in me. Bearing fruit producing evidence of your faith. I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit, for otherwise, apart from me, that is cut off from vital union with me you can do nothing if anyone does not remain in me he is thrown out like a broken off branch he and withers and dies and they gather such branches and throw them into the fire and they are burned if you remain in me and my words remain in you that is if we are vitally united and my message lives in your heart Ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified and honored by this, when you bear much fruit and prove yourselves to be my true disciples. 
Because he had a lot of disciples, but he only had the few that came that were true. I have loved you just as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love and do not doubt my love for you. Let me repeat that. Remain in my love and do not doubt my love for you. If you keep my command, commandments and obey my teachings, you will remain in my love just as I have kept my Father's uh, commandments and remain in his love. I have told you these things so that my joy and delight may be in you and that your joy may be made full and complete and overflowing. Amen. Um, that is, it's a long bit of many points that we have to make and many parts of what being in the secret place is found in John 15, in that passage. Um, to me, a lesson when a lot of time, uh, when I think about it, uh, of what the secret place is, I think of, uh, if it's secret, it, it's away from the hustle and bustle and other things that are going on. It's temporary because if you're keeping secret, that means you've got other things going on. So it's not that you're, you're in there and you stay in there and it's like, the you know, it's the total of your day and there's 24 hours. There, there is a getting away. It is the father. To me, when he's like, it, it's almost like a husband telling the bride, I want to go away with you. Like we, we haven't had time. I want to recap. I want to reconnect. I want to pull away from and Jesus, you know, Sarah will share like Jesus to that. So I want to pull away from and get you from because there's something I need to share with you. We need some time together. We need to get away from everything else. And so it's a pulling away of of the noise and everything going on and having some secluded time together. A moment to, to, to just recap, to be there, to be a way to have a, some peace. Um, Yeah, so um, one of the things that I think is really interesting about the word abide that Dwayne just uh, read from John 15, and when he was talking about abide, I was just sharing with him that that word reminds, it's kind of like a side word or definition, a side word for that could be like, hanging out because when we abide with someone like uh when i abide with my husband i sit beside him and when i'm sitting beside him abiding and i'm like a, kind of like communing with him i'm i'm with him right we're having conversation we're in the same mind we're unified um i feel like when that when i think of that word abide I, when somebody abides with me, I know they're with me, they're for me, they're supporting me. And um, it was interesting, I had a dream last night, just this morning, woke up and um, in the dream, I'm, I'm sitting beside somebody in the hospital, I'm abiding, I'm, I was like, I, I knew that I was sitting beside them, I didn't have to fix anything, I didn't have to do anything, I was purely there just to be with that person in my dream, and to abide with them, um, so that they could receive support and love, even, even unspoken words, and that's what Jesus is calling us 
to do in the secret place is to abide in him, but not only in the secret place, but to, to be able to come out of that secret place, remaining in him and staying with him. It's just in the word, it says to stay um, um, in the secret place. And when Duane was talking about that temporary season, there's, there's going to be seasons in our life where the Lord calls us into a deeper part of a deeper, a deeper, um, secret place with him just like jesus had to withdraw himself from the crowds and go up into the mountains he was abiding with his heavenly father because he was getting instruction we have lots of other examples where you've got david right he killed a bear he killed a lion and now saul was after him right and so jonathan says to him in first psalms 19:2, he says and jonathan told david saul my father seeks to kill you therefore be on guard in the morning Stay in the secret place and hide yourself. And we're going to get a little bit more into this a little bit. But a lot of what our research found with the secret place was a hiding place, a covering, a protection um, for a season. So when the enemy, when you feel like you're getting attacked and, and um, you know, your, your emotions are all over the place and there's all kinds of things going on, the best place to be is, in, is to remain and Day in the secret place because when you're in that secret place and there's going to be verse after verse that we'll share um, that speaks of him covering us the enemy cannot um, hear what's going on in the secret place God has got it covered you know he doesn't know like in fact you know there's scriptures that indicate and show us that that's the place where where the where we will get to see the tactics of the enemy um, and it's funny, and I'll share I'll share more about this later. But when Dwayne and I had went out to dinner last night, and this number on the we were at at Pizza Place, you know how they put those little marker things on the table. They put this little marker thing on this table across from us because every every table was every other, you know, and um, it had the number fifty one. And then it, uh, for whatever reason, that number just really stuck out to me. I'm like, Lord, what are you saying about this number? And let me tell you, the Lord is humorous and he's interesting and creative with me because I'm, I'm a creative person. So he's, he says in my spirit, Area 51. Well, Area 51, of course, obviously is the, the most, most secretive place. For, it, it wasn't even known or, or made aware to the public until 19, uh, or 2005, officially 2013. And uh, they had put a request in, in 2003 that said, you know, we want to know about, you know, this needs to be made known to the public um, under our Freedom Act of Knowledge, Information Freedom Act, they called it. And anyway, so I did a little research on that. So it's so interesting, that Area 51 that he was showing me. And then he's, you know, what do they do in that? The, the, the theories are that, you know, they are keeping track of extraterrestrial uh, beings or whatever. But when you think about those are principalities of the air, right? So the, the Lord is basically was telling me that, like, when you get in that secret place, those top secret, like no one's allowed, I'm going to give you, I'm going to show you um, the tactics of the enemy you're going to have sight and be able to see the things that are happening. But um, I'll let Dwayne get back where I'm kind of jump, uh, jumping all over a little bit. But I just wanted to give you a little precedent of what we're going to be um, digging into about the secret place.
Thank you. So um, I think a lot of times it, it definitely is when it starts out, you know, it's usually you think it's a secret place and then, okay, I'm going to my prayer closet. I'm getting to secluded. I'm going to a physical spot. Like I have a time set and I have a place that I go. And I think for all of us, it starts that way. And so it should, but there is a natural progression of it's not just your cave <laughs> that you run to, although it's very much that as well. But it comes more, you know, it, it eventually gravitates that to wherever you may physically be located, you've got that mindset, that place in your heart, that opportunity and ability to take yourself out of everything else going around and just spend time with the one that wants to be with you. Um, there is a reset. There is a time to be alone, to hear everything. Um, you know, and and sometimes it's scary to be alone. I think a lot of times people don't go to the secret place because you've got to then just have you to deal with. And we frequently don't want to deal with us. <laughs> um, we don't want to deal with our history. We don't want to deal with the thoughts. Like we, we're trying to, my, my wife is nodding. Like <laughs> we, we try to have the noise. We like noise because it keeps us away from the things that are really deep down inside. We can stay in noise and chaos, and we will raise our hands and be the first ones with the careers that we've had, things that we've done, because it keeps us having, it keeps us away from dealing with what we got to deal with. And I think first and foremost, number one on the list of what God does in the secret place is help us die to ourselves. Help us. Um, I mean, it really like our restoration of our marriage, our restoration of our family, our our personal. It all started with him being able to wash the crap off of us that has just, that was covered, like literally covered every inch of us spiritually, emotionally. Um, Might have looked pretty and everything on the outside, but internally we were clogged up. There were like, if, if you want to think of, a, of the heart, the chambers of the heart, <clears throat> our stuff, our, our chambers were clogged up. Our pipeline was not flowing. Blood was not circulating. We were probably, parts of us were in atrophy that hadn't been used in a long time. Um, we were dying. And as you pray, and, and I think a lot of time, and, and Sarah, this had come up, that we didn't even see a lot of movement happen until we just bowed down and just surrendered to be cleansed, to be cleaned off, to be made whole again. Like the presence of the Holy Spirit wasn't even there in the beginning. It was kind of like you just make yourself do it. Um, it was a repetitive action to go in and just the little bit that you can say. I mean, you kind of feel weird even in that position because sometimes it's been so long. Like, what do you even say? You know, like, how do I start this conversation off? Okay. Like, hey, uh, it's been a while. How, how you doing? Like, I... There's seasons that that's literally been it for me because I've, I've been away. I disregarded that secret place and that time with him for so long. How do you keep a relationship without that? My wife will, you know, attest to it. Like for myself, like, you know, you don't communicate. When's the last time we talked and things of that nature? Because I, 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 I shamefully, you know, admit it, didn't pour the time in. And as that, you know, that can be with my marriage, that can be with my Lord. And I can be just off and not in that place and not even be able to have that peace with and just sitting in because 
it's so uncomfortable because just not used to it. And we've got to get to a place where it's just, that should just be normal. That should be like breathing. That should be the sweetest opportunity and time period to just be there and abide. Yeah, so there's um, there's uh, a few reasons why we would go into the secret place and what God does with that. So <clears throat> when we're wounded, the secret place is a place of restoration and recovery. We can get wounded from, oh my gosh, nowadays. I mean, we have all kinds of things to be wounded about globally. Um, in our community, I mean, we we have wounds, and sometimes we carry those wounds around with us without realizing that we need them to be taken care of. It's like um, anytime you watch the news or you open up your Facebook or Instagram, I feel like I get wounded every time. Um, just just the social injustice that's been happening and all kinds of rights and whatnot. And it just feels like a wound and I, I could carry that around or I can bring it into the secret place and I can allow the restoration and recovery of that wound to be happen from Jesus. And then we have whenever, whenever um, we're anxious, that place, that place, secret place is where we can find peace. When we're weary, we're tired, we're beat down. Um, that's the play. The secret place is a place of rest. Um, when you need a little TLC, because we all do sometimes, um, it's a place of intimacy. You could, you can literally read the whole book of Song of Songs, and that is just a whole book about how the Father is wooing us into the secret place. That's literally what the book is about. He is, he is breaking out all the best things preparing the secret place for us so that we can we can abide with him and when we're abiding with him we're going to feel his love we're going to feel his joy it's going to be a place of ecstasy even um that's the total opposite <laughs> of loneliness doubting and fearfulness so whenever we're starting to feel those things in our life it's time to get into the secret place whenever we uh the other day uh my, somebody in my world said something to me and it brought, it riled me up and I'm like, okay, it's time for Sarah to get into the secret place. It's time for me to work out that kink for real. Um, if I'm getting to the point where I want, I'm getting angry. Um, that's not, that's not me and Jesus for sure. Um, when we're attacked by the enemy, the secret place is a place of sanctuary and protection. And I'll tell you, there's a lot of scripture and I'm going to read, or maybe Dwayne will read uh, Psalms 91, um, 1 through um, 16, because I love that part. David knew what the secret place was. Man, David was, he was constantly learning and he was constantly screwing up, but he knew how to get in that secret place, right? Um and whenever we're overcoming strongholds or giants in our life, um, that secret place is a place of deliverance. And really, you start to, we'll get into a whole other, whole other preach if we start talking about um, the fact that we don't even have to do a whole lot of that work. Jesus will do it for us in the secret place. And then um, when we are depressed, 
or Oprah, that place, uh, the secret place is a place of joy. I can't tell you how many times, like, we would get in that secret place. And I remember a season when we were, I was in the prayer closet for hours. And there would, it was like, I would hit this point and all of a sudden I could, I would erupt into laughter. And I think by the longest one is I laughed for an entire hour straight. I couldn't help it. That's the joy of the Lord. And the joy of the Lord always comes right before a victory. And uh, um, so Dwayne's going to, I want him to read Psalms uh, 91, 1 through 16, because you're going to see that just in that, that passage alone, it talks about the rest, the refuge, the fortress, um, developing trust in the secret place, safety, and being covered. Go ahead, Ann. I wanted to, uh, before that, real quick, Psalms 27, 5. And it says, For he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will lift me high upon a rock. Um, again, in the times of when, when everything is going down, where he is in protecting us. And it goes hand in hand uh, back with Exodus 33, 22. And it says, while my glory passes by, I will put you in the cleft of the rock and I will cover you with my hand until I have passed by then I will take away my hand and you shall see my back but my face shall not be seen um even in the midst of like getting the glory he had Moses go up and he was giving as much as Moses could take but didn't didn't give him more than he could um so in one essence like he's filling him in all that he needs but again it's as much as you not more not less but being in that right place um and then 27 5 covering, you know, finding a shelter for us in the time of trouble, um, being the covering for us. And then as we go into, uh, I'll read Psalm 91, 1 through 16. He who dwells in the shelter, there it is again, of the Most High, will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, there's a lot of trust. <laughs> you got to basically put everything in. It's either it's all or nothing. Do you believe them or not? You know, is the word truth or not? We can't, you know, I know it's popular to dissect or it's just human nature to dissect what we like out of it, what we like of the word, what, you know, the good parts of God that, that we think are the good parts and the parts that may be too harsh for us or, or we don't want to live up to or whatever, um, or the doubt that we have. But my God in whom I trust. Uh, verse 3, for he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He's got your back. Four, he will cover you with his pinions um, and under his wings you will find refuge. It's that giant bird, you know, that when we speak about the wings and, you know, if you want to say his claws or his talons, um, he's got us covered in protection. Like, and nobody else getting in under there when he's got you. Uh, his faithfulness is a shield and a buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night, and we've all got that fear, nor the arrow that flies by day, uh, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the destruction 
that wastes at um, at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked, because you have made the Lord your dwelling place. He is your secret place. You have made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High, who is my refuge. No evil shall be allowed to befall you. No plague come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder, the young lion and the serpent you will trample under foot. Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. Anytime it says him right there, just put your name. With long life, I will satisfy Dwayne, Sarah, Moni, whoever, and show them my salvation. That's so good. Um, <clears throat> in Psalms 32, 7 through 8, it also backs that up by saying, you are my hiding place and you will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs <clears throat> excuse me, of deliverance. And then I like the order because God is a God of order. And there's a reason why things are spoken out in certain ways in the scriptures. And then the next part, which is verse eight says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. Look at that for a second. Let's go back to seven. He one acknowledges that God is his hiding place. That's a, that's that word abide. We're abiding in our heavenly father. You are my hiding place Two, You will protect me from trouble. He's not trying to get himself out of trouble. He recognizes that he, 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 he's tried, he's failed, and now God's going to have to be the one to protect him and keep him out of trouble. I'm going to tell you right now with everything that's going on in this world, there ain't nothing you can do because the Father is the one who's going to be able to protect you, right? We can't, we can't uh, uh, other than be a, good, be a voice of truth, we, you know, we have to acknowledge that the Lord is the one who is our deliverer. So then three, he surrounds me with songs of deliverance. Um, I remember when, when he was delivering me of different, I was getting deliverance, healing and deliverance. I would wake up every morning with a song and it would be so personable, um, to me and what I, and what I was dealing with in my heart at that time. And then the next thing that happens, is then he instructs you and teaches you in the way you should go. So you have to back it up a little bit because there's there's a dismantling of pride that happens and a humility that sets in, a true humility that sets in when you acknowledge that he's your hiding place. When you crawl into that secret place because you have been defeated because you try to do it on your own. Right, you tried to you had tried to pick up some weapons that you didn't even know what to do with, right? Because he that secret place is a place of equipping. 
It's a place of instruction. It's a, it's a place where he builds you up. But you can't even get there if you don't acknowledge the fact that the father is the one that is, a, he, he knows you better than you know yourself. Amen. So he knows how to dismantle us and then build us up. The truth of that is just ridiculous. Um, and, and we've been there enough. It's, uh, you, you know, getting broken down in order uh, to be built up. There's no question on that. Um, and, and I love the whole, uh, I mean, it's, that is the whole thing, being able to be torn down. We have to get torn down. Uh, that pride, um, that was beautifully said, of bringing that pride down um, in order uh, to, to rest in the Father and, ha and have him do his work. Um, Okay, so that one more thing. I just wanted to share this first, Psalms 81.7. Um, it says, in distress, <clears throat> you called and I delivered you. I answered you in the secret place of thunder. I told, I told my husband last night, I'm like, whoa, thunder. <laughs> like, that's a... Um, when I think of thunder, I think of power, you know, and um, and when you're in that secret place, that's when his power gets to to enlighten you, enlighten you in a sense. Um, it wakes you up. It alerts you. Hmm. Uh, and I just I go back to uh, to John fifteen seven. Uh, if you abide in me, and actually, let me go. I want to amplify, amplify it again. Um, uh, oh, yeah, fifteen seven. Okay. And if you remain in me, and my words remain in you, that is, if we are vitally united, and my message lives in your heart, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. Um, the part that is, if we are vitally united and my message lives in your heart, to be vitally united. Um, my wife and I know when we're not on the same page, when we're not united. She'll let me know. She'll <laughs> remind me time and time. Things are kind of out of whack. Things are going well. But when's the last time we spent time together in prayer, or when when it being together, we're not on the same page, or we're at each other's throat? When's the last time you pulled me out, or pulled you know? came aside and made, and made me pray with you. And she'll say it that way because she knows that's how it goes. Um, when have you got, like, okay, head, Mr. Head of the family, whatever, when have you gotten us in order? When have you gotten us back on track where we're supposed to be? When were with you with your father last? When were you with Patty last? Um, and any husband knows that, you know, it stings for a second, but it, that's just crazy truth. Like, when's the last time you abided, you know, when's the last time I was, when's the last time we, I was vitally united with my father because things don't go right. Um, I feel out of whack. If I feel out of whack, she's going to feel it. She's, I mean, being a seer and prophetic, she's, she feels on that. And then she's kind of like, okay, I got to just do what I need to do and take care of business. But we are not aligned um, and, and, and things are not set right. And so uh, we, you know, we make the mistake of, of thinking, 
that secret place is where I go and get my grocery list. And like, oh, I'm in trouble, so let me just run down real quick, God. Um, let me hop in that closet and just say all the things that I need and what's going wrong. And then you don't fix it, right? Let's good. All right, good meeting. Thank you. Let's move on. It's never like that. It's usually okay. We're going to start at some gut wrenching work to just get all that out. Get stop being in control or trying to think you're in control of stuff and just using me to to be a band aid for a minute. I think this, <clears throat> what I'm thinking about the secret place is definitely can be a seasonal thing. You know, think about Moses, who is, um, you know, now he's in the desert for 40 years, right? That's a long time to be in a secret place. But, you know, the Lord literally did have to dismantle Moses. And um, I think sometimes we can get to a place before he, he launches us out into ministry, or perhaps we've even been doing ministry, but kind of in our own, like, knowledge and understanding of how it should go. But when we get into that season, excuse me, when we get into that season of uh, the, where the Lord is calling us into the secret place, it's 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 really because He wants He wants to do a mind shift. He wants to um, give us a new perspective. He wants to download um, uh, kingdom assignments and and um, to us because His ways are higher than our ways and His thoughts are better than our thoughts. <clears throat> we can get so busy doing the work of the father that we <clears throat> we haven't checked in with him for instruction mm. <laughs> you know we that secret place let me tell you when we get into that secret place oh he's talking and it seems like sometimes when we get into the secret place we're like when do we get out you know mm. like we've been in the cave for a while lord you know is it time to come out yet and and i think of that verse we write in samuel where where Jonathan is telling David, it's not time yet. The enemy is all up on your heels. He's going to get you if you come out of that place. And then when we do, when we get, we will start getting comfortable in that place. Oh, that place is comfy. I like the secret place because um, I, that's where Jesus loves on me. And I, I can, I feel his glory and his presence. But there comes a time and a place where the Lord will want to launch you out because he's already compacted you with the things that he wants to pack you in with. And now he wants you to take everything from that secret place or that secret place season that he had you in where you didn't have a lot of communication um, with others. Or maybe, you know, maybe there was just this place where uh, ministry was not as um, busy and he allowed you to be in that secret place. But now he's getting you, he equipped you and he's getting ready to place you. And he wants you to, that's where you, you've learned how to abide in the father. But now he wants you to take everything that he's put inside of you in that secret place and use it and, and, and let it flow. And the secret place really is where he develops that new wine in you and you get that next level anointing and you have that glory of the father re residing inside of you and you can't stay there okay guys you you have to you have to take it out to the people you are the change in this world because the lord has given you in that secret place i think of covid and the quarantine many of you 
had to be home in a secret place, right? You had to choose what you were going to do at that time. And many of you decided that you were going to abide with the Father. And the Father saying, now is the time to take the things that I've, I've put inside you. Now is the time that, that I, all the things that I equipped you with during this time. And I need you to, to, to uh, go out into the world, make disciples, love on people, and spread my glory. And I'm going to anoint you to do the things that, that you need to do. And it may not look like anything you've ever done. It may not be like whatever ministry you were in, forget it, toss it, scratch it, because the Lord is saying they're doing, he's doing a new thing in you. And it starts today. And I'm going to feel like I'm just prophesying at this point, because there's things that you walked in and, the, and it was an old wineskin. And the Lord is saying, I've equipped you. I poured new wineskin inside of you so that you can take that out and you're going to impact and influence your community, whether it be your church community, your actual community, and the people in, in, in the marketplaces. Sometimes uh, you're going to see a shift happen where he may, may even shift you into another occupation or job that you didn't even know that you were going to have. And he did it, he's doing it for the purpose of your influence in that place. Because of what he's developed in the dark places, he is now illuminating in you so that you can be the change in the sh the, and shift that atmosphere. Because he's, he's prophetically positioning many of you for his kingdom purposes um, and, and the things that he developed in the secret places. And so uh, anyways, I, I just felt like I really needed to share that. Um, because it's, it's, I just feel very strongly the Holy Spirit is has developed many people in secret places in this in this season, and He's saying you can't stay there. You have to step out, and it's going to be in place. It's not going to be. It may not be comfortable for you because it's not supposed to be. <laughs> he's going to stretch you um, um, because of because of what He's done inside of you during that time. I love my wife. Anybody that needed that word, you know who you are. You just got that. Just that's from daddy, but I just see, I love seeing them use my wife like that. Um, and so I want to go back actually to piggyback on Sarah and just kind of give the word part of what she just said. Okay. Back on, you know, John 15, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, that is, if we are vitally united and my message lives in you, you're only getting that from the word. So you're spending time in the word. Ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. If you abide in him, if your heart, if you're connected, then you're only asking the stuff that he already wants anyway. So instead says, well, you know, I want, you can think on the one hand, okay, here's the, here's the um, heavenly piggy bank. I just ask whatever the heck I want out of greed or whatever. No, or, or then people feel guilty. Well, I don't want to ask what I want. There's a couple of things in there. One, you don't just get whatever the heck you want for your own value. Like, he doesn't bless you just for you. It is also for others. You know, there's an abound and overflowing of things because he wants others to be blessed as well. But also, don't be the one that feels so guilty or doesn't realize that your true, like, when you're united with him, vitally united with him, and your heart has been transformed, what you truly want in the midst of you anyway is what he wants and wants to push through because he wants to work together with you. Um, so then ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My father is glorified and honored by this. When you bear much fruit and prove yourselves to be my true disciples, the fruit will come out 
because you spent that time, you're now on the same page, and you're asking what he already wants anyway. He just wanted to come out of your mouth because, like him, you are a creator. And if you're both speaking the same thing, so it shall be, so it shall be done, period. Um, we've got more material to share, but we're going to use that our next time in a couple of weeks on Saturday. Did you want to read um, the lyrics? Oh yeah. So, um, so we just have uh, Sarah has. There's a song literally <laughs> with the title, and um, so in in closing for this, uh, Sarah wanted to read uh, the passage of just the song that's been on her heart. This song that um, has literally uh, coincides with this message, um, and then uh, we'll just uh, pray you out in peace. Um, until next time. Yeah, so um, I woke up when when we um, started thinking about what the Lord wanted to say about the secret place. He loved to sing to me. And so I woke up in the morning with his, with a song that he put my spirit called The Secret Place. And it was so cool because I wrote, totally forgot about this song. And when I, when I um, had my husband listen to it, he's like, I, he's never heard it. So it must have been just some song that I stumbled upon through our Spotify account. But um, it's a song by Phil Wickham. I love it. I will post a, a link to um, the song and declare victory with some of the notes that we have for today with the scripture. But um, let me just read some of the lyrics to you. It says, where will you run, my soul? Where will you go when wells run dry? When the wind starts to blow, how are you going to keep this flame alive? In the fading light, when night is breaking, I know you will always be waiting. You'll always be there. I'm running to the secret place where you are, where you are. I sing to you of all the ways you stole my heart, stole my heart. Better is a moment that I spend with you than a million other days away. I'm running, I'm running, I'm running to the secret place. You are my hope. You are the rock on which I stand, which we, I know Dwayne had read uh, a verse on that. Um, you will not let me go. I know that I am safe inside your hands. That comes that protection. In the fading light, when light night is breaking, I know you'll always be waiting. You're all, you'll always be there. Um, the, the next other verse says, we are satisfied here with you, here with you. Chains will hit the floor. That's that deliverance. Broken lives restored. We couldn't ask for more. Here with you, here with you. I'm running to the secret place. And it just repeats, but um, it just, it's like it just went right in line <laughs> with everything that we were talking about, especially that Psalms 91, where it talks about uh, the secret place being a place of rest, of refuge, a fortress, of developing trust, of deliverance, of safety, and being covered. You know, that secret place is really for our benefit. It's, mm -hmm. for, it's for us. But it's also a place where we get to worship and have communion and, and intimacy with our Father. It's just such a great place to be in. Um, if you if you struggle with that place, if you struggle with um, getting into the secret place, um, our challenge is that you um, pick just 15 minutes out of the day. Um, someone had challenged us. I'm so glad they did um, when we spoke to them about something that was on our heart, a ministry that we felt God was calling us to, um, healing and deliverance. And they said, um, 
how much time do you spend in the secret place? And we're like, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, like, or how many times, how long do you pray in, in your spiritual language? And they challenged us to, to pray in our spiritual language for 15 minutes a day. Started with five. It did start with five. Yeah, it started and with five. Start with five and build to 15. And you know what? We did that and all kinds of things started to just erupt. Then the healing and the deliverance in our lives started to happen because we, that's what we're called to. And so our plan, the plans that God has for us, the purposes that he has for us, the ministries that he has for us, you might have an inkling. He may have given you an insider because Holy Spirit is our friend. He may say, yeah, I have this ministry for you, but you don't even know what's about to happen until you get into that secret place because it always starts with our hearts being cleaned up first. So um, that's the number one reason I think we get into the secret places so that we can have a heart check. And then as he begins to clean us up, then he begins to instruct us, just like those those, those steps that was uh, that were spelled out for us all right well um thank you for your time i'm going to hand it back over to Dwayne and um let him pray us out daddy i just thank you for uh this time um we'll wrap up this one and and, and meet again um for the next but I, I i thank you uh for your word i know it does not go out for it um, I pray, Father God, it touches, uh, it hit the ears and the hearts that needed to hear what they needed to hear. Um, I thank you that, again, for the privilege of being able to come to the secret place and die to self in order that you may live within us. Um, I, for those who can continue, may they be able to share what has come upon their heart. And for all of us, whether we now or afterwards, um, just carry us in peace, be with us in this day, be our provider and our all. And may we, Lord God, run to that secret place to be with you for all that it has in store for us in Jesus' name. Amen. And so um, inviting people that uh, if you have anything, you know, again, we recap on uh, all the things that the, the secret place is for us. If you've heard, if there's anything you want to share of what you've received, uh, I open the floor to you uh, to share with us now. Good morning. Good morning. Brother E, what up, baby? Hey, man. Uh, uh, good to hear both of you's uh, sound. Uh, uh, missing you, uh, buddy. Um, uh, great, great declaration. Um, you fed us. You stuffed us, I, I would I would tend to say. But um, great way. And, and then you say you had more materials. So God must have downloaded a whole lot of stuff. Uh, but um, you know, I just love the way you <laughs> broke down the different aspects of uh, the secret place. Although I will say that uh, Sarah really kind of uh, started getting into my uh, um, upcoming decoration, kind of there, Missy. <laughs> <laughs> Preview. Whoops. <laughs> but. Uh, I was and, and and then you know there was a couple of things because you know it was just so many ideals and now I'm like okay God you had to give me uh, some new revelation but I I, I I enjoyed it I always enjoy um, how you uh, and your wife uh, collaborate how how you work together as a team um, it reminds me so much of uh, me and Juliet and so I just want to keep blessing Amen. you. Uh, 
I, I guess by now you've you've moved into your new place, and so blessings upon your new place. Hope you're settled. Uh, I can tell that you've been in a secret place because even your sound, which was a great sound in the beginning, but it, it, it's God has, has really strengthened you, has really kind of solidified you, and we can hear, I can hear both of your sounds. So God bless you. Blessings uh, once again. Great decorate, great decoration. Brother, you are a blessing. Thank you so much, man. Good morning. God morning. This is Jeff G. Listen, man, this this is powerful. I love the tag team. I, I love that. Um, one of the things that really stood out to me was whenever, Miss Sarah, you were talking about the um, Area 51. My mind went the same place, and I think about this a lot when Brother Eric is speaking about his uh, military service. There is a division, and I believe you online that you can correct me if I'm wrong about this, but there is a hidden uh, division that's been hidden for years, uh, Delta Force. And when the movie came out, everybody was under, well, Delta Force really doesn't exist and all this and that. But then later we found out they do have a underground bunker at uh, Fort Bragg and a training ground that's actually underground. Nobody knows about it. A lot of people doesn't believe it exists and all this, but it's a secret place where they go to train. And as you were saying, you can't stay in your secret place. You have to go back out. The training that they receive there, they take it back out on the battlefield. And it just, it just, I mean, it just came together with that. And um, I don't know. I'm, it just made me think about that. I myself has never been in the military. However, I've been around a lot of people that are, that are that still are and were, and a lot of uh, self awareness and being aware of my surroundings, I picked up from from them. And with that, it's just I mean, it's just a matter of okay, when I'm on a battlefield, that training that I learned from being in a secret place, I know how to apply it to the situation around me at the time. And I just oh, yeah. I, it just brought it home. I just want to say that. Uh, Great declaration. I, I, I love the tag team that you guys are doing. I pray that God continues to strengthen your marriage, not only in him, but with each other. And I just appreciate y'all. All right. Brother, thank you so much, brother. Appreciate you. And um, you, that illustration was perfect. My wife is over here just like beaming. Like that's a perfect illustration, which you just put down with the Delta, uh, with Delta Force and the team. And, and again, I mean, you just echoed it perfectly of what you've been equipped with and trained with and all that time period, it's a waste. I mean, we're like, it's like having a fat baby that's just been suckling on that milk and doesn't, it doesn't go anywhere. Like why would the Lord doesn't bless you or equip you or put in you just so you can say you can do all this stuff, but you don't go out and do anything. And so it has to be applied. It has to be used because there's a whole world or there's a community. There's another family. There's another brother. There's whomever that needs what you receive. And if they never, if you never get out to use it, then then you just basically wasted God's time. So thank you, brother, for um, that encouragement, and thank you for that illustration. Anyone else? Good morning. This is Gloria. Good morning, good morning Gloria. Dwayne and Sarah. It's good to hear your sound. Good to, I love the declaration. I appreciate you, and I appreciate um you're being open to ministering how the Holy Spirit has led you. And I, I, I'm just going to attest to the fact 
that yes, that prophetic word was for me. I thank God for what I've, I've, I've acquired while in this secret place with him. And um, it's, it's a, like um, anticipating, but like, oh, now, now, now we're, what are we doing? How, what do you want to do now, God? Knowing that when we, when I'm out back out from the sheltering in place, that there's another um, even more experience in him that he's going to take what he's been blessing and utilize placing in me to, to use it to his glory. So I'm excited about that. I'm a, a little bit um, apprehensive, but I'm still oh, yeah. excited, if that makes any sense. So mm-hmm. I appreciate you. God bless you. Thank God for you. You know, it's so interesting when he develops, trains us, in such a way that we feel like we are, we do feel a little bit like jello in his hands because he's demand, dismantled all the things that would keep us, that would um, make us do things in our own power. And so it's like you take a step and then you say, okay, what next? And you, and you hit it on the, on the target when you're like, okay, what, what now, Lord? Because um, <clears throat> he doesn't always give us the, the full blueprint, you know, um, if we if we saw the full blueprint, sometimes we would be overwhelmed. And I think that he just gives us that. He says, I will light the, you know, you, his word is a lamp unto our feet. Well, that's like a, a illumination right at our feet. It's not like all, you don't get to see the whole pathway. Um, you're literally just seeing that step that's right in front of you. And so um, it's just a, it's a development of our, of trust, knowing that uh, this is an unfamiliar path for me. You, you, you did equip me. You know that he equipped you and you also know that he's the best equipper. So he, you're, you have all the tools and resources that you need. Um, you just, this is maybe a different avenue or path that he has for you ministry wise. Um, and it's unfamiliar and it's actually a good place to be in because that's when our faith and our trust is fully activated. It's a great place to be in. I love it. Hi, this is Shauna. Can you guys hear me? Good morning, Shauna. Good morning. Hi. Hi, Sarah and Wayne. Thank you so much um, for your um you know, just knowledge and wisdom today, um, Lord. And I uh, just wanted to um, say that um, what resonated with me is uh, when you mentioned um, that sometimes we come out of that place too soon, you know, and, and I think for me it was like, yeah, I was in that, I had been in that place and, and I was so excited and I was like, yes, I have work to do. And then when you said that, I, I realized, that you know i've been wondering like well wait what's next like i i i felt so motivated after i came out of that but then i realized i didn't know what what my instruction was and i realize now that maybe i left that place too soon and so there is something to be said for making sure that you know with all the excitement and the ecstasy that you feel when you're in that place hearing from the Lord that you don't you don't leave too soon and that you make sure you know what it is that's next 
Um, and so I just wanted to share, share that. I love that. Um, just developing that listening ear and um, asking lots of questions. You know, that's what, that's really what, that's what it is. It's, you know, I hear you like saying, I, I need to ask questions now. And that's, that shows that you are fully submitted. You're fully submitted to the, the voice of the Father. It's a, it's a beautiful place to be in, to be totally surrendered because you've been love kissed. And, and, and when we've been love kissed, it's like our love is blind. You're like, I'll do anything for you. You know, like you, we, when you get kissed by the Father, you're like, I am ready to spread the love, right? And, um, but he does have something, um, instructions to share. And getting back in that secret place to get the instructions is, is, is so important. Um, it's just the details, you know, it's just the details. But also I was thinking, um, there have been times when I have been so love struck that I have just impulsively done something in the name of love <laughs> uh, for Jesus. And he was a wall of fire around me. And even in my love struckness, he still had me covered. He still backed me up and he still made whatever I did fruitful because that's the kind of dad that we serve. And I believe that's, that's being in that place of abiding in him and biting in love. You really can't go wrong. But when you get into the secret place, you will get more details about the actual assignment that he has for you. And, and that's what we have to remind ourselves too. Is that secret place is such a, a beautiful place where we can get the details and we get blessed from it because he'll give us a download or he'll give us a picture or an image and then he'll confirm it when we actually go out and do it. And then you're like, oh yeah, I'm in the right place at the right time doing the right thing for Jesus. <laughs> Good morning, Dwayne and Sarah. This is Jubilant Juliet. How you guys doing? Uh, doing well, sister. How are Good you? Good morning. Good morning. Um, you know, I was thinking about what you were saying. I'm still stuck on that breakdown of a vibe that you were talking about. And you were saying how it's more like hanging out. And I get, every time I was thinking about it since you said that, it's like, you know, uh, it just, it's almost like, uh, you know, you when you're hanging out with your friends or you or somebody you really want to be around it's like when you get into that environment you don't never want to leave and I and that's what God wants from us he wants to be you know he wants to, he just wants to hang out with us you know I yeah. just and that's what the the vision I get, you know, and like or like a bear going, going in hibernation, you know, you stay for a, a period of time. It's almost like you know hibernating with God and just wanting, to, you know, to stay there for a period of time and not leave. Mm -hmm. You're pushed out. <laughs> you you, you got to come up, like you say. You got to do come. You definitely got to come out. But that's the vision I get. Um, that's what God seeks of me and that's um you know what i'm desiring to have with him you know to where i want to rush to that secret place and 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 just hang out just hang out you know and and, and um hang out and tell him everything i you know just talk to him about not just big things or finding out you know what the plan is for the, just to just be present just be still and just hang out <laughs> that's what i was thinking about 
So thank you for the decoration. It's really, really good. It's so interesting that you use the analogy of the bear because I think that you're actually uh, sharing a little bit about where you're at. And because bears, they eat like a ton of food, right? So it's like, it's almost like you've, you've compacted this food from Jesus and you're going into, into the cave like a bear to rest you know, and, and almost a season of rest for you. And, it, and, and uh, it's, so, it's so cool because the Lord does give us these images and shows us right where we're at. I, he does it to me all the time. He'll give me this image and I'll see it and I'll be like, yeah, that's totally where I'm at with him right now, for real. And um, that's such a beautiful picture of how we can abide in him and the safety of his, of his covering um being you know we've been fed we feel good and now we can rest and hibernate in him i love that thank you sarah you know what when i as i was i kept seeing that vision right i kept seeing that picture of the bear but i was like okay but i know they're going to hibernate <laughs> for a long time so i was a little uh resistant to say that but that's what that was my vision that's what i see you know and that's kind of i love that the word has been coming up rest was coming up a lot for me amen lord thank you for the uh, confirmation yeah thank you can i add to something this is prosperous pam and when you were speaking juliet um that term abide um when you had mentioned it earlier um um, brother and sister who did the declaration, um, you know, I was taken to the, the what happened with Job and when he went through everything he went through, I believe it was Job. I'm just really have to get myself together with the term, with the Bible scriptures, but um, he had friends who came. I believe it was, he had um, two or three friends who came and told, yeah, him, told, told him what it was, maybe the issue was, and I just continue to get, again, I don't have a scripture, but God gives me the, um, what to get out of what happened with Job is that to, a lot of times it's just to be still and be with the person. Um, so when I hear abide, it just really spoke, um, volumes to me. I personally am not doing that great. You know, I'm, um, just with what's going on. It's not just turning the TV on and seeing what's happening. It's a culmination of, Seeing a result of what has happened, you know, and people that I love, their lives, my history, everything. So, um, a lot of times, just again, I'm just reminded and how God is, is. A lot of times, He just is there all the time, and He'll just be there with you. He don't have, He doesn't have to say anything. He doesn't have to give you anything, lectures or anything of what to do. He's just there with you. And so, um, I just thank God for continuing to grow me and how He wants me to be. And um, also, one last thing is John 15 was one of the um, scriptures that you opened up with, and I found it powerful that um, he either takes the vines away or he prunes them, <laughs> so either one is not comfortable. So I know I'm not in a comfortable place, but I thank God for where he's taking me. That's all. I'm going on mute. Love you all. Bye-bye. That's so good, too, because I was telling um, I was telling Dwayne that you can't be refined without fire. There's a refiner's fire that takes place and burns up all the chaff. 
And no, it's not the most comfortable, but there's also a lot of grace that comes with it that the, that the Lord buffers, you know, us from the extremity of the heat that he can, can place on. Holy Spirit fire is a real thing. Um, he, I went through a whole season where, where I actually felt like I was on fire and he was burning up all kinds of things within me and they weren't good things. But I was so grateful to be in that space with Jesus because he was sanctifying me. He was purifying my heart. And um, you can't do that without fire. Like gold is, is crafted in the fire. So even though it feels, it may not feel comfortable in the process, um, you have, you are in the safety in that secret place of safety and the covering of, of, of the father and um, he's, he's, a, he's the best work. He's the best, uh, what do you call it? Um, Iron Man. <laughs> he's the best Iron Man. And in the end, you come out as gold. Iron Smith. Or... Iron Smith, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Iron Man would be like a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to also take this time, Walt to say in front of everybody, um, to my wife, uh, happy birthday, baby. I love you. Oh, happy birthday, happy Juliet. Birthday. Happy birthday, Juju. Happy birthday. Love you, Juliet. Happy birthday, Juliet. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Happy honey. birthday, Miss Juliet. Thank you. I, I, I'm sorry. I just wanted to come in and say this. Y'all are killing it this morning. Um... Had me thinking about when we were childhoods and, and childhood. I keep going back to the past because a lot of it relates to what we're going on now. But when you had that special, that special next door friend that would come over, and I mean, sometimes it would seem like they would spend hours. No, they would spend hours at a time over your house playing video games, watching TV, sharing ideas, the whole night. Then it was time for dinner. In the beginning of your parents would be like, "Okay, tell your company they got to go now." Or it got to the point where they started coming over so often where if it was dinner time, they would set a plate for them because they know, all right, even though they didn't live there, they just they came over so often and so long that they knew they already knew they were welcome to come eat. If they wanted something to drink, it was like it got to the point where you ain't company no more. Go ahead and get you something to drink. When we spend time in a secret place like that, Man, it's just, it, we get so comfortable being around the Holy Spirit. We get so comfortable being around God to where he, we're willing to listen to his ideas, his dreams, what he wants, his desires. And we're willing to go out and say, okay, my God wants me to do this. My God wants that. I'm going to act on what he's told me in the secret place, and I'm act that out. I just, I, I don't know. Um, whenever Every time I talk, I just keep thinking about, the things I've done in the child as childhood and how it relates now with my walk with God, and then, I mean, just bring it all together. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm I'm, I'm going on mute. I'm done. <laughs> no, man, bro, that was beautiful. That that was beautiful. That was on point. Yeah, I love that analogy too because you know, yeah, you you my you know when you go over to a friend's house we have friends house right and they that's a beautiful home you know and i'm at first i'm like i don't know if i should you know help myself 
But now I just barge in, I feed their dog, I put myself in their fridge. And that's, that's literally what the Lord is inviting us to, 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 to just have that relationship. And, and that word abide, you know, yeah, sometimes you're just sitting on the couch and watching a movie with them. Um, I love that analogy. Thanks for sharing that. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Priscilla. Um, I love that analogy, too, about that you just gave, Jeff G. And happy birthday, um, Jubilant Julie. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I should know your name by now, but I'm not, a, I'm only, I'm not quite a year old on, on Declare Victory, but I just thank God that, um, that a friend shared it with me and I'm here. I came in a little late this morning. I came in on Abide when you start, we were talking about Abide, but I got a, enough of it and I'm looking forward to playing the uh, playback. But thank you so much for your declaration. It was really, um, the word that comes to me is delightful because I'm at that, even though the stage that I'm in right now is, um, um, it's, it's a dry place but I'm coming out of the dry place and and um I have struggled with my secret place um even though I've been obedient and have heard the word of God um I believe strongly that I'm at a place where um I'm getting ready to walk into some things that are really going to uh, blow my mind astound me um and um you know I'm asking right now and some things I ask for, I'm not real clear on, but as I ask for them, because I, I've known him and seen him enough and been around him enough that I'm excited and I um, hold on to his word um, um, boldly with, with truth. I mean, that's all I have is his word. And I believe it, even though um, I don't believe it completely, but I believe it. But so I hold on to because he's shown me so many other things. So I hope that makes sense. But anyway, um, so it's like a, a a child going from wobbling to walking, you know, um, to running, to leaping. Um, and so um, the secret place, like I said, is uh, I love it. And I've, God has been showing me this timer to get a timer to sit down in the beginning. And, and I'm, I'm going to do that finally. Um, and uh, I, I think that I know that your teaching, and I love the tag team, the husband and wife tag team. I just love it, and um, and how natural it came out. Just not forced, just effortless, transparent, truthful, uh, and powerful. Um, so I, I I just am looking forward to it. I'm I'm looking forward to. Um, I guess I'm asking for my, for me, more structured time, and and and, and um, just and having the reverence that I have for him, and and where he wants to take me. Um, it is a tough time because I don't know how things are going to work out. I'm trusting him for the foundational things in my life right now. Um, I. Um, and I'm leaning on that, on the promises of his word, absolutely and wholeheartedly. Um, and so it, it's that, it's that grown up stuff that we have to, I think every, every believer um, in some form or fashion has to walk through. So I just want to say that to you, that your declaration really 
hit a chord with me as far as, you know, how you got there, the process, and what you've discovered through the word of God and him showing up and manifesting itself to be absolute, trusting and true, and and breaking down um, the various different psalms that you did. Um, Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks for sharing that. Um, I think when I review how, I mean, everybody is completely different in different places, you know, in their walk and where God is calling them to. And um, we were challenged by uh, an elder in our church and, you know, just five minutes praying in our spiritual language. And that led to one thing. Then, then we were spending hours in the prayer closet and I got to a place, you know, about a year in of where I'd spend several times, several, several hours in the prayer closet. And the Lord says to me, you know, you can, t- you can take a walk now. You don't have to stay in the, in the closet. And, um, I was so excited, but also apprehensive because, um, I had developed such a relationship in that, in that place. It was so comfortable. You know, I had a pile of snot rags in one corner. I had some prayers posted up on the wall. I got real comfortable there. And, um, I think that the Lord is so good to to give us instruction on where he wants us. You know, when he when he was doing that work in me, I mean, he was practically running to the secret place. Um, and then um, everything shifted and changed from there. And he began to teach me that the secret place was when I was doing laundry, dishes, cooking, interacting and having and fun with my church community, my children, because I took that, that cultivation period of what was developed in the dark places and the cultivation periods. And I apply, applied it to my, I just, he was in me. He, he, you know, he abides there and I was able to access that secret place, no matter where I was. And that place where I can commute, my heart is now connected to the father. Um, if I'm driving or if I'm in the shower or if I'm, you know, um, interacting with my kids and, um, you just have, you know, I think it's everyone has that, that place where he will drive you into it or you'll run into it. Um, because you become so hungry for him. Um, and, 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 uh, and there's just so many things that can happen, the healing, the deliverance, all that stuff happens in that secret place. Um, and then as he's equipped you, then like we talked about the area 51, um, where then once you're equipped and trained, then he launches you out. He's like, okay, get out, you know, and you know, it's like, you can't stay here. It was just your training and equipping and I've done a good job. Okay. <laughs> so it's just evaluating with asking Papa God, okay, Lord, where do you want me? Where, you know, is a secret place time where I have to dive deep and I need to be disciplined and show you that I'm going to show up. And then he sh- shows up and says, draw, draw to me and I will draw to you, draw close to you, draw close to me. And I draw close to you. He's, he's faithful. When we, when we make that conscious decision to draw near to the Lord, he will draw near to us. Thank you. Uh, final call. If there's anybody else, if not, we'll close up. Um, good morning. Good morning. Um, good morning. I just, I just want to say, yes, yes. Beautiful, beautiful decoration. 
I needed to, all of that from YouTube. Um, I, I don't come on the line with y'all much, but you're a beautiful um, a couple, married couple, and congratulations to that. Um, I, but this day of listening to what you were saying about the secret, it was so neat for me. Uh, it's so neat for us all. But however, the, uh, the words stuck out with the Holy Spirit coming through because I was up all night and trying to go to sleep. You couldn't go to sleep, so I had to pray all night long, you know. I didn't wake up and then, you know, try to get on the call because I had, obviously, there's a word. And the word was obviously abide. And it was beautiful because I want to know what he wants for me to do at this point. The first song that I ever wrote when I just wanted to get myself closer and closer to the Lord, I wrote this song. And it had nothing, you know, it just came from the Holy Spirit. And it said, and it, I just say a little bit of it. It says, I have a secret place. Yes, I do. A place where I can talk to you. Lord, I think about you all the time. Not a moment you don't cross my mind. But anyhow, that's that's the song. And But what I needed to hear, obviously, was a lot of songs. I'm so glad you're breaking down songs for uh, the 91st Psalms and to abide. And then it goes into the 15th of John, John 15. So I so appreciate all that, that I heard today and it's teaching me a lot. And, and I thank you so much and God bless y'all. Blessings to you, brother. Amen. And I love I'm those song lyrics. My name is uh, Sister Christian. I'm a woman. Oh, God bless, sister. Well, we want to thank everybody for being on with us, and um, and we just. Uh, Release you in peace and pray that the Lord uh, be with you and continue to abide in him today. God bless everybody. Love you. Love you too. God bless. Have a good day. Thank you. God bless you. Have a good day, everyone. Have a good day. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Great to hear from you, Ellie. It's missed your sound. Awesome declaration. Thank you. Oh, thank you. God bless.
Where's the man coming? 